DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast, man. And I do no episode without my dog, my partner, my man, Keith. But this time, I got a special guest star in the house, man, my homeboy, Spec. What it do, brother? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, yeah, you probably heard me reference my man, Spec, a few times on the show. If you're a long-time listener, or I call him Gary, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. Um, but he got a lot of ideas, man. That's my guy. I've known him since college. Been uh, rocking with him for over 15 years. Godfather to my daughter. So, you know what I'm saying? His family in the building right now, man. It's, it's a long time coming, man, to have you on the show. Um, and you know what I'm saying? We're doing video for the people. Shout out everybody out there rocking with us on the video. You know what I'm saying? We in here rocking, so make sure you go check us out. Um, what's good, though? What's going on in your life, man? How's life? Man, life is good. Just, you know, same old working, raising my family. It's tough being a parent. Yeah, yeah. You just got a crib in the past year, too, man. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Just uh, brought my first house. How's that? How's that transition? It's certainly a transition. You know, it's uh, it's a lot to get used to. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, I'm a hands-on individual, so I'm always trying to get my hands into something. Sometimes I'm successful. Sometimes I'm not. (laughs) But it's, it's all about the experience and, you know, learning as you go along. And you got to do the DIY thing. That's how you say the bread. You know what I mean? Like, you, and you don't know that till you know that. You know what I'm saying? But it also... Nobody could, tells you that. Nobody yeah. Nobody tells you that. But, I mean, you might try it yourself and end up spending more bread. So it's a cash 22. Um, one thing I guess I learned from you and Keith having a crib, I guess, before I, um, I move into a house myself is just the cost, man. It's real. <laughs> like, yeah, I think people don't take that in. I think it's like a lot of things like with... People get married and they the focus. The hidden costs. That's what the it's the hidden costs. Yeah. Well, in general, but even yeah, the, I guess the hidden costs are the ones that that hit you a little bit more than anything else because you like, ah, right, I'm in, I'm good, right? I can pay my mortgage, I can pay my my nine, and then it's like, nah, there might be some repairs, there might be this, that, and the third, and you know, I would have never in a hundred years really thought about it, but I I guess that's why they say it's good to have um to see people that look like yourself do certain things sure. because I. It, it, no one was giving putting me on the game, and now I just see how it is. You know what I'm saying? Just by by talking to y'all and rocking with y'all. So like, you know, shout out to that. Um, let's see what's going on in my life. What's new, man? Oh, I got this fucked up tooth, man. I'm trying to get. Uh, like I'm getting it taken out this week. It's been killing me though, but it's been dominating my life. I'm, I'm surprised I'm here talking. It's, I must love podcasts because that should just stop hurting as soon as we <laughs> we started recording. <laughs> and I'm sure as soon as we stop, it's gonna come right back. But yeah, man. Oh uh, shit. Let's get right into it, bro. Let's see what's, what's going on this week, man. A lot of shit been happening. Um, first thing I want to talk about, bro. Brooklyn Nets got swept, bro. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> you still watch a lot of ball? I know you was big in the basketball a few years. No, nah, yeah, I mean, I still. I, it's it's more selective now. You know, once upon a time, I try and watch every team that I could. Now I only have time to watch a couple of games a week. But uh, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, man. Nobody. I, well, I I certainly didn't expect a sweep. <laughs> you know, with uh, with having uh, you know, two big stars like Kyrie and KD, I, I, I at least ex- I expected them to win that series going in. Um, but Boston, they have uh, they have two young rising stars, and uh, they they would uh, they 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 were the stars of that show, yeah. that game, and um, yeah, Marcus Smart too. That. Yeah, shout out to Marcus Smart, man, he's a hustler, definitely the heart and soul he's of the team. He's the heart and soul of that team for sure. Nah, but bro, I don't know what it is like. I, and I, I think it's a you know a metaphor for life, man. You can't just show up and think it's motherfuckers gonna lay down. Like it, it's a grind, no matter who you are. You gotta constantly be at it. You gotta constantly stay at it. You gotta you know because people always want your spot. There's and, a process. Yeah, and like you said, them dogs is young and hungry. And and I just didn't like the whole how the whole season went. The whole you know what I mean have your views or whatever it is about vaccination. But you know we come from a certain era. Everybody we know. They got rings, and even a couple who don't have rings, they would have took the vaccine just to just to be in it. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Whether directly or indirectly, the process was cheated um, for, when, as it pertains to that team, um, and they never got the chance to gel and you know come together as a whole team because you're not going to win in the NBA if you know if you're not gelled as one. So um, they never got an opportunity to uh, get to that point. You know, with injuries and then Kyrie being out the majority of the season because he chose not to be vaccinated. So, um, you know, I mean, that, and, you know, not not uh, not to say anything about anybody who chooses not to get vaccinated. It is, it is a personal decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in a team sport, you know, you have to make that decision. Are you going to put yourself before the team or, you know, the, the team first? So, I mean, he obviously chose to put himself and his personal opinions before the team. And and that's perfectly fine. Um, but then, you know, there's consequences to every, you know, action that one chooses. I feel like it's just weird, bro. Like, and, uh, he, 
not that he's finding excuses because there's a ton of people that like you know what I mean um NYPD workers like people that work in hospitals that lost their jobs because they didn't want to get the vaccine and like it ain't, it's not even that it's just everything with Kyrie when you look at the full picture of everything it's like you found a reason not to play you know what I'm saying um I heard a stat like I think in his 11 seasons he only played four times over 60 something games yep yeah it's like and then in Duke he was injured you know he only played like six or seven games at Duke and it's just like. I've never in my life, and I, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, so automatically you would think I would root for him. But it's like I remember hearing KD, Harden, and Kyrie, and I'm like, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's like, you know, what I'm saying, it's just like you know, I was more like, I hope it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> you could, how could it though? It's just it doesn't make. They, there's a lot too much ISO ball going on. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, it's just it's not it's, it's not made to gel, and it's just like you would have hoped that they would have learned. KD coming from playing with um Golden State. Um, Kyrie coming from playing with LeBron, they got champion pedigree, right. you know what I'm saying, and and that wasn't one playing ISO ball, so you would think that they would bring that to this, but it's, it's that's why I thought. I mean, they would at least be somewhat successful, um, because they have that experience, but it just didn't pan out that way. Yeah, man, they it's, got their ass wet. <laughs> that was bad. Shout out to Boston. Who they face next, Minnesota? Uh, no, uh, Milwaukee. Right. Boston faces uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. So that should be a challenge within itself. That should be a good series. I think so, man. Um, One thing, though, the Milwaukee's still in it, right? Not Milwaukee, Milwaukee. sorry. Uh, Minnesota, they still in it, right? The they Tim got Wilson. eliminated last night. By uh, Memphis. By Memphis. Shout out John Morant, man. Um, Something that was going on crazy during while, while Minnesota was in it was these protests. And I kept wondering, like... Why Minnesota games keep getting interrupted? Like, why? why? And it's the wildest interruptions. It's always chicks that are stopping it. Yeah. It's always, um, they got some type of weird stuff written on their shirt about animals. So it was like I had to do my research and really look into exactly what was going on. Um, just come to find out that the owner, Glenn Taylor, and I have to shout out uh, Bookstore Ricky. I think he put this on to this first. But um, the owner, Glenn Taylor, he owns... Oh, sorry. He's part of a, a a business venture called Rembrandt Enterprises. Rembrandt's a, a, a egg business. They're in the egg business. So, bird flu just came out crazy. Like they, you know, what I mean, actually, I, I heard today first human case was found. So, bird flu is on the rise, and I guess to stop the spread, um, they they euthanized a shit ton of birds, and and not in a humane way either. <laughs> they um they did something. What's the name of it? I want to say the uh, get the name right. They did an act called ventilation shutdown, which means basically they shut all the ventilation down in the barns and then more than likely probably pumping some sort of gas right. of some sort. So basically you either suffocating or you overheating. Um, they say basically the equivalent of leaving a dog in a car, okay. in a hot car to die. Um, so these people were not very happy about that. Um, and they, they call themselves direct action everywhere. Um also known as DXE, and because of the way that these these animals were euthanized, they they're protesting, and they figured the best time to do it, you know, was the playing games, yeah, playing in the playoffs. That's the first time I even seen that. But I don't even watch I don't watch their games like that. <laughs> like so, they were smart actually, and is and and they got great seats. They do. They <laughs> right up front. Great playoff seat. So, I don't know if they were saving up, but they, they, they waited for the right time to make it happen. Um, And they got the most eyes on them because I would have never cared. I would have never knew anything that was going on. Uh, what the first, let me see, the first lady um, glued herself to the court. And I remember watching the video, right? Um, <laughs> I thought she was a ball boy at first. I think everyone thought she was a ball boy at first. Because like, she just literally sat on the court. I'm like, oh, she's about to wipe up, you know what I mean? Like uh, some, some sweat or some shit. Everybody thought. And then um, a player went over to her like, "You okay, man? <laughs> you okay?" <laughs> and she was trying to super glue herself to the court. Um, the other one changed herself to one of the baskets. She was successful at first doing that, but then they got her off. The third one was the funniest. I don't know if you peeped that one when the shorty got tackled. I didn't peep that. Oh, uh, you gotta catch that video, bro. She um was dressed up as a referee, and <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> she dressed up as a referee, and she got on the court. But they was waiting for her. They they was, they knew they, they yeah they because obviously she's not a referee. Yeah, she got two steps on the court. Not even, but they were. I think they were just waiting because in general they was waiting for somebody to protest. So literally, she got two steps on the court, and they tackle her. They spare the shit out of her, and then drive you know get her out of there. And then I'm wondering what's going on. I guess her homegirl was there, pulled out the camera right before she did it. So then they started going after her. But they were like, how this is um showing how NBA security is trash. Cause all three of these ladies got on the court, right? And the guess the third one, the referee chick, bumped um the owner's wife, bumped Glenn Taylor's wife, like on some like 
yo, watch this type of shit. Like, <laughs> so she could have done anything to her at that point. You know what I mean? If you really break it down. Um, and I think on the back of her, she was going to take off her sweatshirt, which had, um, she had the referee outfit underneath. Right. And, um... It said something like 5.1 on the back of it, which I guess was going to represent the amount of... Oh, 5.3 was the amount of 5.3 million birds that had to be uh, killed um, because of that, so... I mean, so I'd just like to ask, you know, them what, you know, what they thought a better option would be. I mean, I understand why they killed the birds. Um, I mean, how else did you want to... What's the humane way to kill birds, right? Like, you're going to chop their heads off. You're going to, (laughs) like... It's like, yeah, you're going to... No, I get it. It's, It's... and I also, I mean, they're like, well, why are we making them suffer? We probably could have just... Anyway, it sucks. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have to die. Also, and not to knock nobody's struggle, I get it. You know what I'm saying? We all got to have our causes. We got our things in life. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like this wasn't, and you asked a great question, because it wasn't like it was an avoidable thing. Like, he did this for shits and giggles. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like... He did it because these, these birds had... Uh, a certain disease mm-hmm. that obviously is transmittable to humans. Mm-hmm. And, so. and exactly. And it's, it's like, we got to make, everybody got blood on their hands. We all got blood on our hands, bro. Like we're filming this on the iPhone right now. You really want to break down who made this phone? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to break down how much they got paid for it to be made? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, we wear Nikes, we wear Under Armour, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got all, all this stuff. We all got blown on our hands in some way, shape, or form. And I guess we got to really pick and choose our battles. But I don't even understand what the cause that they was trying to, like, what could have been done. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I guess it may be attention-wise, right? Like, if you feel like, oh, you did some fucked up shit. Well, why are we going to, um, let's get attention on it, right? Let's like, ignore it. You're a powerful person. You're a big person. The money from the eggs, uh, I guess, uh, what would you say? Have to, in some way, shape, or form, fund his basketball business, right? Like, I'm assuming that's how he, he didn't make his money from basketball. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I guess I, I could see the correlation of why they felt like they had to do that. And I wouldn't give, I wouldn't know about this if they didn't do it. So I guess shout out to them in that respect. But it's kind of like, for what? Like, what was going to happen? And people could get hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? What if you doing that crazy shit and there's really some other violent shit going on in the right. stadium? Now we got security focused on you or with the birds. Somebody getting smacked up or somebody, getting, you know what I mean? It's like some crazy shit happening. So I, I guess you got to pick and choose your battles. But they... They definitely got the attention because we talk about them here. So I hope they felt it was worth. I hope they, you know, felt at the end of the day it was worth it. What are they gonna do now? They eliminated them. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> now they gonna really start wilding out. Ah <laughs> uh, man, what else is going on, man? Did you you see in the video? Um, your man Takashi ran up on the fake little Dirk. You was keeping up with that? I did see that. Oh man, you, messed up. Yeah, was that you? You knew about the fake little Dirk before that, or that was your first time? No, I did see a, a quick. Clip online uh, about two weeks ago. Of this dude, because uh, actually Dirk, the real Dirk, mm-hmm. hit him up, hit up the fake Dirk on Instagram, something like that. And I did see a clip of that. So on some, on some beef shit or something? No, like, no, no, no. Uh, like uh, on some. I see what you're doing. Yeah, Respect. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So um, this is my second time seeing the fake Dirk. Okay. And um, yeah, because I seen him. I was a want to say shade room maybe post where some dude was like, "Yo, I took a picture." With some dude, I thought he was little Dirk. He was having, I guess he was having in a Lambo or some shit like that. He's like, come to find out, this ain't the real little Dirk. That was the first time I was introduced to him. But I guess he's made some type of social media uh, yeah. presence based off of being looking like little Dirk. Which, which I don't know how I feel about that if I was Dirk, but whatever. Yeah, the whole looking like thing and the whole like, why would you? Because you you going out your way, right? He, yeah, like, he, yeah, he he does a little thing that look, but you made your hair like, like him. No, so. no, nah, nah, he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's weird to me. I understand there's Michael Jackson impersonators, there's Prince, um, Elvis Presley impersonators, but it's like, yeah, you're right. It's something a little, it's something weird about that. It's something weird about somebody going up to real little Dirk or fake little Dirk asking for a picture like another dude. I don't know. That's weird to me too. But um, Takashi figured that he was gonna going. I guess try to set him up, kind of. I'm not 100% sure of the details of how he knew where he was going to be at, but uh, I know it involves somebody from the Nelk Boys um, basically was able to contact this dude, and they used that connection to basically know where he was at. Run up on him, throw the King Von jacket on him, which I thought was super corny. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I expect it from uh, Takashi. That's, you know, but... Yeah, and then homeboy look. Honestly, I don't know how I would look in that situation, but homeboy look nervous. He uncomfortable. Yeah, he look a hell, hell uncomfortable. Like, um, and if he knows the history of Takashi and and Dirk, then I, I, you know, off the top of his head, he knows already what it is. So, and Vaughn, I mean, that's that's it's, it's kind of disrespectful because we know it wasn't done, you know, to be tasteful or 
you know, to, to Big Vaughn up or anything like that. So it's just... Nah, yeah, and that's what people do. They, they troll him about Vaughn on some shit like, yo, what you gonna, you know what I mean? You ain't do nothing, what you gonna do? Da, da, da. So, which is corny um, on Takashi's part. Well, I just I don't know how Takashi keep getting away with all these little stunts that he doing. He figured out the cheat code, bro. He figured out the cheat code. Him, Donald Trump, and Takashi figured out the cheat code. Like, awesome, we gonna call you out. We gonna make you do what you say you gonna do, right? Like, Donald Trump, what was a nigga named um, Ted Cruz? Like, didn't he call Ted Cruz's wife ugly? <laughs> he said, like, he said a bunch of things. He said something about his pops. He yeah. said something about his and wife. And Ted Cruz be, be caping up for Trump. Like, to this day, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, Marco Ruby, all of these calls. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trump called all these niggas out. And they still, you know what I'm saying? Like, show him love. And I think Takashi's kind of doing that too. Like, oh, y'all rap about you snitch, right? And cold of the streets. And you do something fucked up. This is what's going to happen to you. I did all that. Nothing happened to me. And everyone's running with the excuse of, well, what you gonna do to him? He he run with the police. I'm like, all right, come on. Well, then all he snitches run with the police. <laughs> he definitely don't have police with him everywhere. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt. No, well, that I, that I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he's walking around with them, but that I don't know. I don't mean they ain't watching what he's doing or following him. No, I'm sure in certain. I, I just think he he's very strategic about what he's doing when he's doing it. Um, I, that's my that's my whole thought on it. He knows when to he knows when to approach people and when you know what I'm saying what's gonna happen, what's not right. gonna happen. Um, yeah, and he's a professional troll. That's what how he made his his bones in the, in the industry. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just weird, bro. It's just like it, I can't believe it. I can't believe like no one want to fight him. <laughs> no, no one want to just you know what I'm saying throw hands with him or nothing like that. Like it's just it's it's weird to me. Um, but maybe he figured it out because. This shit is like WWF, bro. This shit is like you put up you, you put up one way. I like as a DJ, I, I personally just rock with the music. Like it, I remember Wiz Khalifa had gotten into some shit the other day with Gilly the Kid. Like Gilly the Kid was trying to troll him online saying, yo, you wearing underwear on, online and shit like that. And I didn't even know what they was talking about. And I come to find out Wiz Khalifa is some some old, like oh, he's on some MMA shit. Like he's swole now. Like kinda, yeah, yeah, he's been doing that for about two years now. But I, that's how much I'm into the music. Like I don't even pay attention to their real life. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't even know that was going on. So I guess with a, with a lot of these rappers, they paint this image and they paint this this perception, but the real life shit don't match up with it. And Takashi's like, yeah, I'm calling it out. Um, yeah, I mean, but that's that's nothing new. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, rap rap in general, you know, we it hasn't always been something that's been authentic. We've gone through phases where, all right, if you're going to be doing this, you need to be authentic about the things that, mm-hmm. that you're rapping about all of that stuff and then we went through a phase where it doesn't even matter what you do in real life you know this is an art form mm-hmm. you know you can uh you can lie you can do all of those things um and now you know i think we're in the phase where it's a it's a combination of both but with the younger generation you know whether it's the drill music or whatnot um they tend to they seem to be going back to i'm i'm Rapping about what I'm, I'm living. really living, yeah. but they doing it on a whole nother level now. And snitching on themselves, like they snitching on themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you know they speaking in ge- like they speak in general. They they they're saying I went to this dude's house at this Four time <laughs> at this, on this day. I did X, Y, and Z. I was with. <laughs> so yeah, it's on a whole nother level now. Yeah, now it's it's yeah exactly what it is and you got to live what you talk and it's i mean in anything i think that you do you gotta you gotta like i'm, I'm on a podcast if somebody were to have a problem with something that i say i gotta back that up right it's like if i say it when you're not there i'm gonna say it when you when you hear but it's hard when you got to troll because what's the approach you got to ignore it right like and most people are going to feed into it right. you know what i'm saying and that's how they, they feed off of that it's like it's like a parasite you know what i'm saying so it's it looks like he might be he's getting away with some of this stuff or that he's growing power and it's just like it's it's disheartening, I guess, for, for someone who's grown up and you hear so much about what's going to happen to you if you do the X, right. Y, and Z. Um, you saw the Megan Thee Stallion interview or any parts of it? I've seen parts of it. What do you think, man? Uh, y'all who don't know, Megan Thee Stallion um, allegedly was shot by rapper Tory Lanez. Um, what was that, like a year or two ago, right? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, so. yeah some time ago. Um, so basically, you know, they, they were quiet about it. Tory's been dropping subliminals and rhymes, and, and he's been warned about that in the courtroom. But Megan felt like it was time for her to tell her part of the story and did a Gail King interview. Um, now, I don't like, and once again, I'll go back to what I just said. I love Megan Thee Stallion as a rapper. I think she got bars. I think she's very creative. I think she brings something to the game. Um, but personally, I don't feel... I don't like, 
I don't like her as much as I guess as I like her as a rapper. Something about her seems a little bit inauthentic. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't, and not because of this, but like, I remember I saw the episode of Punk. Y'all know, if you, like, they brought Punk back. They brought Punk back, and um, Chance the Rapper, I guess, hosting now. And um, just her vibe, and it, and it could have all been fake. They could all, you know, who knows if they acting or not. But it's her, her, until she realized she was on hidden camera, her energy was real fucked up to her peoples. And, and then stuff I hear about, details I hear about this shooting, it sound like, you know, same, the same type of energy. So it's like, um, you kind of like, I mean, somebody shot her. <laughs> somebody wanted to shoot her, right? There was something that she gave, whether it was him or not. Somebody wanted to to shoot her. She gave off some type of. I don't know, like, like and, I, and she don't deserve to get shot. And I'm not saying that no one deserves to get shot, especially by someone who you may or might not, may not be dating or involved with. But it's just like I said in that interview, like this person, she's crying. And I'm like, she, is she really crying? Like, are there tears, or is she just making a sound, or is it like, the, especially the part where she get asked if if her and Tory Lanez had any type of sexual relationship, just the way that she answered that was just like, it seems super inauthentic. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't gonna I, mean, I don't think anybody believe, believed her response to that. I mean, he, Tory smashed. Who giggles before denying that? You know what I'm saying? I don't, know, I don't even see why you why you deny something like that. Like, you smash, so what? Like, <laughs> like We're not slut shaming. Like, you're a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, is is that, but so now I'm looking at it like, well, you lied about that. What else could you be well, lying? She already lied. She lied, you know, to the cops. To the cops. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean. <laughs> so that's what I mean. And I, and there's a lot of people. I thought and I thought it was just me, but I think I guess there's a, a growing perception of people who kind of like we don't know, Megan. <laughs> we don't know what happened. See, so you got shot, but we don't really know. If we believe the story you're telling. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things. I I, I personally don't believe her. Uh, huh? I, I do believe Tory probably shot her. I mean, but why and all of it, like the the yeah. details. I don't know. Oh, and I don't think he purposely shot her. Probably not. Yeah, I don't. I think he might have just been wilding with a gun in his hand. But it's also like, I mean, why, why, why do you have wilding with a gun in your hand? You know what I'm saying? You do something wrong, you do something wrong. That that part I can't defend. But it's just like, I feel like Megan Thee Stallion could just laid back and just been like, wait till it all comes. To, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like you doing this interview doesn't help my perception of you, or, or and I guess the public um, perception of you. You know what I mean? No, um, I definitely didn't. Not mine. Yeah, and she and and but. Back to the music shit. She she got bars, and I th- I would have just focused on the music. I would what like why do you have to win this this court of public opinion? It, um, that's I, I, that's sad where we're at nowadays. Like you're gonna you literally got shot. Like you you got it, you're the victim. You ain't going to jail either way. <laughs> like you really got nothing to defend on this. Like why I would just chill back and just let it all you know what I mean ride out. Well, I mean it, I think she has no choice because you know on one hand Tori is saying I didn't shoot her. All right, well, she obviously got shot. There's a medical report saying that she mm. got shot. So somebody shot her. I mean, unless she just says, I'm not cooperating with the cops, which I believe she has the authority to do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wish her the best, man. And I, I, I guess my advice to both of them would just be focused on your music, right? Yeah, Focus I, mean, on I, 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 I fucked with her music, so, but, you know, personally, she just, eh, I don't I don't like the vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little off about it, but, um, Keep keep rocking with the music, man. You've been keeping up with uh speaking of another court of public opinion case, man, uh Johnny Depp and uh Amber Heard. That I haven't been following too much. I mean I, I know a little bits and pieces, but um I haven't been following that story too much. Okay. That one was crazy, man. That one I wasn't keeping up with them a lot. I didn't even really know who they I mean, obviously I knew who Johnny Depp was, but um I didn't know who Amber Heard Really was, but I remember hearing a couple of years ago just about Johnny Depp getting himself in some wild situations, um, something happening with his finger and stuff like that. So, lo and behold, he was married to Amber Heard. Um, they met on a uh, movie set. They, uh, you know, started a relationship shortly after that. Um, and I guess when their relationship was coming to an end and they uh, divorced, she had accused him of being an abuser. She accused him of physical abuse. Um, even I don't know if she necessarily was able to prove any of that, but... She had, at that same time, went and wrote an article in the Washington Post saying she was a victim of physical abuse um, and basically painting Johnny as a um, abuser. Yeah. And in and, 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 and a few papers, it looks like she did it. It looks like to the sun because Johnny was trying to sue um, overseas in, in England, sue the publications to basically defamation of character. Right. Um, now, the thing about over there is... You have to prove that something. You have to prove basically that this person lied about you, right? So 
where over here, um, it, the burden is on basically, you know what I'm saying? He's so she he's suing her. So basically she's innocent till proving it. He has to prove she lied. Right. <laughs> he can't do you know what I'm saying? Like I think it's easier to prove that like a newspaper publication lied about you because you're like, Where's the proof? Yeah, the Where, burden of proof is on him. Yeah. Which is crazy, and he's as the accuser, as the accuser, you know what I'm saying? But it's a defamation. So she made these accusations about him. Now he has to prove that's not true. And the thing about it, the relationship was wild, toxic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like she severed his finger in a fight. Uh, it brings up a, a really interesting uh, conversation about uh, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. But when we hear domestic violence, we normally look at it as a male doing on to a female. Mm -hmm. But the real story is there's men out here <laughs> getting lumped up in these streets by their woman. Um, Rob Kardashian. And mm -hmm. the reality is, as a man, you know, a lot of... The last thing you probably think to do is go to the cops or tell them, mm -hmm. oh, I'm getting beat up by my, by my woman. So, um, you it's know... Catch huh? It's a catch-22. It's a catch-22 because you don't feel comfortable doing that. You don't feel comfortable doing that for various reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for fear of public shame... You know, even maybe you have some personal shame, like how I'm letting a woman do this to me. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting topic that, um, you know, doesn't, I don't feel like it's a lot of talk. Um, you know, men in these domestic situations where they're the ones who are getting abused. Um, it, you know, it, it can be a problem. No, 100%. Um, somebody who I like that handled it the best was, uh, remember when the baby called uh, the cops on Danny Lay? I think, uh, it was a few, a few, like, that's how you handle it, bro. Like, somebody said that's a sucker move in the moment, or somebody, nah, that's how you handle it, because you're going to be like Johnny, the victim of, uh, domestic violence, trying to prove that you was, you know what I'm saying, that you didn't do, that you didn't do it. It's like, bro, like, it is, once, and then the thing is, once an opinion is put out about you, it's out there. Right. That's, it's that, till you, till you have concrete proof that you didn't do something, you know what I mean? And even then, they're not yelling as loud as they was to accuse you of it. Right. They was going out their way to tell people when you did the foul shit. They not going out hard to tell you that you've been acquitted or that you proved. You know what I'm saying? But um, one of listen, man. It, my my advice is you going through a situation like that, you better put that ego to the side <laughs> because I think the damaging is more damaging long term if you let it you know continue to happen and not do anything about it. Um, so I, I think with males, it's it's ego. You know um, why? As to why you wouldn't report something like that. So I was say, well, I, I I was in a relationship that was extremely uh, volatile and toxic. I don't know if it's necessarily ego. I think you got a physical. Um, you're in a, you're in a love relationship. So this, we say the same thing about women who are victims of abuse. They love their abuser. You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird, right? You like this person hurts you, but they still this weird love. And protection that they have for this person. I think the same right. thing exists for males. Like, he still loves this woman, and this, she's probably not like that seven days a week, twenty four hours. So he knows the other side of her. And I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing in, in this particular case, right. but I don't think it's always ego. I think some of it's like, yo, she gets a little crazy sometimes, and she gets a little. Yeah, you know, you know, you right. I, I certainly agree with that. It doesn't have to be ego. I was just looking at it from the standpoint. Um, if you're not in that situation where, okay, I love, and you're thinking about, should I report it? Should I not? Nah, people going to laugh yeah, at me. Yeah. People going to, you know, all of that. So that, that, that part, you know, is the whole, you know, you got to get past that. You know, people, uh, my whole thing is at the end of the day, anybody who, you know, what somebody eats, what somebody else eats don't make you shit. You can't be worried about other people's opinions like that. Um, you can't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of that, she shit in the bed. You heard that she shit in the bed? <laughs> he was late. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> mm. I guess he was late to her birthday party. And she also, she did that on some retaliation. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> she took a shit in the bed. When I heard the story, I thought she like shitted on herself. Like, uh, maybe she has some yeah, bowel problems. Like a sister, like a problem. <laughs> no, she purposely went all the way to shit on the bed, oh, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's, there's <laughs> levels of love. <laughs> Yeah. I, was, I was gonna ask. I was like, "You think you could take somebody back after they shit in the bed, bro?" I'm looking at you like you're a different person. Like, what is what type of shit are you on that you shit in the bed? Come on. Nah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, they they basically and the fucked up thing about it was he lost movie roles. 
because of it. Her her writing these op eds, you know what I'm saying, the lawsuits. Like people look at him as a, in a different light. Like, could people gonna believe the woman if a woman comes forward on something like that? People gonna believe it. And what I guess and the thing about it is in the court of public opinion, Johnny's doing great right now. I mean, we still got a couple more weeks of uh, their trial. They got a lot more people to bring to the... Uh, yeah, because there's evidence showing that she's a fucking liar. And she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she's bad shit crazy. Bitch said, I didn't I didn't hit... No, she said, I hit you. I didn't punch you. Okay. <laughs> Imagine a dude saying some wild shit like that. <laughs> I didn't punch you. I hit you. <laughs> Yo, in the, the Rob Kardashian Black China case is something similar. You bring up a good point, though. Like, we do not take... Uh, physical violence done against men seriously in this country like that shit is is not until it's too late and then the man snaps yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah, a problem yeah. or or dies or, or you know dies. what I'm saying or like something really bad happens to him and then they're like yo we gotta get this lock this check up but nah you're 100% right like it it uh it sucks, man, because you know what I mean you got a, you got a son I got a daughter you know what I'm saying and I gotta tell her that, you know like the same thing where you tell your son like you don't put your hands on people you don't let people put their hands on you you know what I'm saying and it it, it it, I hate when people use it the wrong way as a weapon. Cause she, uh, in this case, Johnny told she told Johnny at some point nobody's gonna believe you because you're a man. Yep. <laughs> and that's like that's so scary that's as a thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's so scary as a thought to know that people like she don't even have to prove it. She like she, she's like I just have to put the accusation out there. Like they're gonna they're gonna jump on this. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that to me is just I don't like you know what I mean. It's we something we got to talk about. I'm glad that we discussed it. I'm glad that it's happening. It sucks with Johnny. Um, it sucks that his career might not, you know what I mean, bounce back. Hopefully it does, you know, but it's like, I'm glad that it's something that we're able to talk about, you know what I mean? Um, cause I don't think it gets, it gets the attention it deserves. Certainly not. Oh man. But, uh, we run a little on time, man. So at this point, we like to do one of my favorite parts of the show, bro. This joint is called Have You Heard? Yo. Uh-huh. I got a quest. Headlines that I heard in the past, you know, me week or so, and um, bring them to the table. Find out if you heard. Let's do it. All right, man. First up, did you hear Amir Khan's wife jetting on him during a robbery? Yeah, I I respect it. it. (laughs) I want my wife to stand there and 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 take this ass whooping or take this bullet or something. Like the fact that she ran, that's fine. Like I. She knows what she's supposed to do. Now, it it should it better not be the other way around. I'll say that. Because <laughs> like, then you a bitch. I, 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 so if they want something that your wife on, if your wife had on her, if he would have ran away, you if he not, away. you can't run. As a dude, you can't run away. I'm sorry. You cannot run away. But my wife, no, I don't I don't take it at like, oh, she's not there. She's not supposed to be there to protect me. So no. people gave her like a hard time about that. Like yeah, she did something foul. Like, like and it's like what y'all want her to do? We're going to die together. We got kids to raise. Like no, like she should escape. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm with my wife and we are in danger, the first thing that's gonna come to my mind is how do I protect her? How do I get her out of this situation? Mm-hmm. So if she had the the opportunity to run and get away, that's exactly what she should have did. I heard somebody say uh, she's seen him get knocked out enough times to know that <laughs> it wasn't gonna end well. <laughs> So she's like, yo, I'm out. Um, no, nah, I, I, I would do the same thing. Like, uh, like I don't think he was seen, caught up with his wife and was mad. Like, what, no, what was she gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely uh, don't knock. Her. And then they had they a couple years ago. I guess they had like some type of issues with each other. Like he thought she was with uh, Anthony Joshua or something. Like accused her of messing, but then ended up getting back with her. So you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, you lucky she's not setting you up. I guess you know what I mean? it could it could have been a whole other situation. But um. Yo, Spec, have you heard uh, OnlyFans star Bad Baby said she made $50 million off of uh, OnlyFans? I heard that, man. That That is crazy. When I first... So first, when I heard Bad Baby made 50, I'm like, who the hell is that? Catch me outside. And then, and then I, I heard that part, and I'm like, well, she made $50 million? And now I'm like, oh, she must be doing porn or some shit. And then I read an article. She's not even doing any of that stuff, and she made $50 million. But no, then, so, and no topless, no naked. But then I also um, went on and did some further digging, and she's obvious she's a rapper. Yeah. Um. And I mean, she's not bad. She she has talent. Um. You know, my I, I big people up who, you know, obviously, you know, she had a rough upbringing. Um. You know, her dad wasn't in her life. She had a, you know, her and her mom's relationship wasn't that good. Um. And she, 
she took all her struggles and turned it into something positive. Like, I, I if from my perspective, you can't ask for nothing else. I mean, she, she did what she was supposed to do. I mean, and now she's caking. She's independent. She got bread. Think about how many viral, like, celebrities we've seen, right? Like, hide your wife and kids. Remember that guy? Um, dead giveaway. <laughs> we got, like, all these people that went viral for, you know what I'm saying, dropping a quote on, like, a news report right. or something like that. She turned that shit into a career. <laughs> people shit on, you know, other people who, like, you know, came up on what they call a gimmick or whatever the mm -hmm. case may be. My whole thing is, one, obviously you have an audience if people are paying this money. Why wouldn't you feed them? Yeah. Keep giving them what they want. Like, that is your career. Like, why does it have to be a traditional route? Or I have to go work a nine to five? Or I have to go do... No, if if I can make bread, you know, doing whatever it is, whether that's selling my ass, if, if that's, you know, <laughs> if people don't pay and I'm willing to do it, then... Why you have a problem with it? I just I, feel I, like I, I, you're I, mad. <laughs> you're mad because you're not making what I'm making. I don't agree. With, no, well, no. Hey, I'll say that. I don't. I wouldn't want my family member doing it, but also I don't knock nobody for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause going. On, I'm, I'm at work every day. Like, this shit sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you found your passion and you got no problem you taking pictures and, and do something you enjoy doing, I don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, I'll just say as a parent. You, you envision, you know, certain things. Oh, I want my child to be this and that. But if my kid, you know, let's say he's 18 and can't, I don't want to go to school. I want to... I want to. I want to be video. Mm -hmm. or, or I want to sell my ass. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a. I'm gonna have a real conversation with him, and you know, like, is this really what you want to do? Why you want to do? How much are you pulling in? But <laughs> I'm. I'm a. I'm a support you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna turn my back on you. You just better make sure this is your passion and you put your all into it. That's all I really ask. That if this is what you're gonna do, you put your all into it and go hard at doing it. Period. But she's not even like. There's a difference. Like I think I, we spoke about on the show one time. There was this chick who's making like forty racks a month off of like you know what I'm saying OnlyFans. This bitch just bought a uh, six million dollar house. Six million dollar house. Cash. Cash. Cash me outside. <laughs> seven bedrooms. At Nineteen Seven years bathrooms old. in Boca Raton. At Nineteen years old. <laughs> but that's not. Yo, but she also had another crib already in that neighborhood. She owns a three point six million dollar crib <laughs> in the same neighborhood. Like I, I'm not mad at her. Yo, shout out to Shorty. Yeah, baby, nah, bro. she's doing, she's doing it, and like I said, like she, she's not, um, do, she's not showing nudity. She's still within the same brand that she was doing from before. Sure, the people gonna have a problem with that, and she's not showing no ass. <laughs> if she she's was showing ass, ass what's so straight? If like, she was showing ass, be all oh, you shouldn't be showing ass. Yeah. Okay, so you now can't she's not show like, showing yeah. ass, mm -hmm. and she's caking. Like what? Nah, I, shout out to Bad Baby, man. I, I didn't. I didn't know much about her before, but that, when you pull a number like that, you know what I'm saying? People people pay attention, so you know what I'm saying? And I cannot knock the hustle. And I, I, I hate the fact in this country that everyone knocks the hustle. Everyone finds something to say. Like, I don't knock the Kardashians. I don't hate on them. Not I don't, one bit. I try to learn shit from people. Like, they, she, Kim and her family, they took that one tape. That's all. It, they took that one tape. And turned that shit into an empire. They all famous. Like, like <laughs> you're mad at them for that shit? Like, while the tape made her a lot of money, that's not where she's, that's not why she's at or the family is at where they're at. To, like, they actually, they took that and made it a springboard for other opportunities. How many people, I don't even know if she was born a millionaire, but how many people are born millionaires, they don't turn into billions? Right. <laughs> they got two billionaires in the family? Like, that's nutty, bro. Like, like that's, They <laughs> took an opportunity and made it into something 10 times bigger. That's what you're supposed to do. Spec, have you heard, man? We uh we spoke about the abortion, oh, sorry, excuse me, abortion laws that are changed within this country. I, I spoke about that past few weeks. And something else that I think is nutty, and it's not in this country, but it's actually in Canada, Um, uh, they are ending the ban on gays donating blood. And I'm like, in 2022, this is still going on? <laughs> like, and it's crazy when you look at the shit that's still going on. And I can't even say in this country because it's in Canada, but just in this world, like in, in 2022, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you thought gay blood wasn't... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, we, we live in a, I'll just say an antiquated world for the most part. Um, I have hope that one day we'll, 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 as the younger generation comes up. But yeah, I mean, I... I'm not even going to say I understand why they even implemented that in the late 
1980s um because it they they just didn't know all they knew was that they had thousands of people got infected from tainted blood with you know was tainted with hepatitis mm -hmm. and HIV okay. um and they concluded that it came from you know, gay people donating blood because for whatever reason, especially back in the 1980s, the numbers were higher. The numbers were higher. Years. And so it was an overreaction. Mm -hmm. And so they, they banned gays from uh, donating blood. I, you, I, I get it, like, but... force that, though? Um, I mean, it would mm -hmm. obviously, I would think it would require you to answer truthfully on the questionnaire yeah. that mm -hmm. I am gay. And then at that point, they're saying, nah, you can't donate blood. So I mean it's not it's not a perfect system, um, but yeah I mean it should have ended a long time ago, um, because I think it just goes down to it, you guys have to have a better blood screening process regardless of who's donating the blood. You test the blood, make sure it's not tainted, and that removes the it, it doesn't matter what who the blood is coming from. Mm -hmm. um, your sexuality shouldn't determine whether or not you can donate blood. Now, obviously, if you have tainted blood, you shouldn't be able to donate. Well, yeah. well that's not even that that nothing to do with yeah. your sexuality. So, um, yeah, I was surprised that at, you know in twenty twenty two with we was talking about that. I'm like, that's still a thing, but <laughs> hey. Oh uh, man, I uh... I see that the FDA is moving forward with the menthol ban. Man, I don't know if you heard that, but like, looks like they're trying to ban flavored uh, tobacco. Um, which I'm menthols, a, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it is a flavor if you really think yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. And it's um, on blunts too, right? They're trying to. There's, I didn't even know there was menthol in cigars like that. I um, didn't know that, and I didn't know about the blunts or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, certainly in cigarettes, I I think it's, it's coming from a good place I, because I, I'll just say my I, black people, we love flavors. You fucking you throw flavors on anything, pineapple, this cherry. Oh, I want to try that. And so, Has that been proven though that meant that the black community uses menthol products more? Because I mean, all the marketing I see for it, I mean, and we know from yeah. personal experience, yes. like in my community, I yeah. mean, everybody fucking smoking the menthol, menthol cigarettes. Everybody smoking the red marble box. Everybody <laughs> smoking menthol cigarettes, and I mean, there's studies that show. I mean, it it has the common effect. All of these things, specifically the menthol. So the menthol, right? Yeah. Um, and it, from what I understand, it hides the like the burning taste that you get from the the nicotine or to whatever it is in there. I heard a long time ago that it's fiberglass and that shit though. I Long surprised. time ago, I didn't know, I, and I don't know how true that is. Don't take my word. Never. But no, I think it's a good thing because, especially with the youth, I mean, you you marketing flavors mm -hmm. that's automatically gonna attract younger people, and so I, I do think it's a good thing. I don't know. That's yeah. Oh, and like I said, it, it, it I don't got the stats on it, but from what I hear, it disproportionately affects our community. Um, I smoke it in general. I'm not a cigarette smoker. I'm not a fan of cigarette smoking. I think it's one of the craziest things you could do, and it's just. <laughs> so anything that helps our community get away from that, just shout out. And it's expensive as fuck. So <laughs> you know what I mean. Just definitely. Um, but I also know people don't like being forced to make changes. Right. So I don't know how that kind of reaction is going to happen and what it's going to cause now. I mean, um, it'll just be on the black market. Yeah, because I'm sure they still gonna keep making. I don't know. Are they gonna stop making it though? Manufacturing well, at all? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's gonna be the question. Maybe some underground shit. Um, have you heard? Oh, my man, Dr. Fauci said the U.S. is out of the pandemic phase. We're dealing with COVID-19. Um, well, I, I don't know if it's true or false. Dr. Fauci would be the expert on that. But do you see us going back? Do you see them bringing back any of the rules and the laws and the, the mandates that... Uh... I mean, you, I think that's going to be more of a, a state individual type thing. Mm -hmm. uh, different states are going to do different things. Like I know last week, you know, Philly, they had their mandate where people have to start wearing their mask again indoors. Really? Okay. Um, I don't, I don't see that happening again in New York. Um, just because of the governor's stance, you know, we're trying to, we're, we've taken the, the mind state that we're in the endemic stage or I don't know how to put the proper pronunciation, but pandemic? we're past the pandemic. Okay. Uh, you know, COVID's here to stay. It's going to be around just like the flu and we're going to have to learn to live with it. So with that said, mandates is not a part of that solution. And so um, I don't see it coming back to where the whole man, I mean, unless like people would just have to really start dropping dead again, mm -hmm. like at 
in astronomical numbers in order for mandates to come back. But as long as that doesn't happen, then no, uh, you know, mandates are done with and we're just going to have to learn to live with COVID. You know, hundreds of people are probably going to die every year from COVID-related complications. Which is just I mean, like the flu. Yeah, I was going to say in comparison to hundreds of thousands of people, is a big right. difference. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be what it is, you know, just wash your hands. <laughs> I mean, do what you can do. Yeah, I guess if they if they do change the rules in your area, you know, throw the mask on if you got to do like, um, cause I, I know someone actually that just got COVID this week. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, it's I mean, not... people still catching it. Yeah. It ain't it ain't it ain't gone. It's here. Exactly. But I mean, what we're seeing now, the symptoms are much milder, so it's much more manageable. Oh yeah. 100%. So you know whether that's you know vaccine vaccine related or whatever the case may be, I don't know. I'm just happy you know we're moving forward. We're finding, we're learning to find a new normal. Well, yeah, I hope they don't bring the mask back. But if they do, they do. But like I said, I hope they don't, man, because that shit is comfortable without it, man. Uh, before we get up out of here, bro, in music news, man, your man DJ Khaled was uh, giving his star on the Walk of Fame spec. Have you heard? And I guess, do is, do you think it's deserving? Or you Absolutely. think, you do? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Because I was going to say, I was going to say, I think they give stars out a little to every, like, our Morris Chestnut got to start. No knock on Morris Chestnut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Morris Chestnut got some classic, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> so to the black community, he's wor- he, he's star worthy. I mean, But I feel like back in the day, he wouldn't have gotten that, no, though. He it would have been like, they would have found that. a way to keep him out. Like, it was for like the... There's some charity stars out there. You think so? <laughs> I think now, no, there was, there's something about our lifetime. Like we were born in the 80s, right? Some At some point, I don't know where, I felt like... They lo- they they lessen the criteria. You had to be like an old man. Remember, you was like old yeah, as hell. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like a sure. long ass. It was like a lifetime achievement award type of thing. You so know what I'm saying? We're just in a stage where you know we'll, we'll give people their flowers while they can still smell. Well, it. I think it makes sense. sense. It makes sense. But no, yeah. and that's no knock on Khaled. I love what Khaled does as a DJ. I think he's he's changed the game, and, and I want to get job because I do think he is deserving of it. Just of what he's done in music. It's just to me, I like. You don't see that. No, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but like, I think mm-hmm. I so I think it's a good thing because whether we're talking about Billboard, whether we're talking about Oscars, Grant, any of those things, I think we we're the how they rate any of these things has been antiquated. Okay. And so I think as younger generation comes in, new blood gets infused, like the standards change. And so personally I don't have a problem with Khaled getting uh the star because i think in our culture like so hip-hop first and foremost is the biggest genre mm-hmm. um and, roll. and so as far as dj's are concerned Khaled, he's i mean Creme de la Creme, right? he's he's at the top and so he's the top should be on it i don't have a problem with that i think my thing i don't 150 percent know what Khaled does in the process you know what i'm saying like <laughs> and I'm not knocking him, but I'm like, does he does he, he make the beat? He's the hype <laughs> does he is he write the hook? Like, is he? I'm like, I, I know he's doing something here, and I've, I've heard a lot about like how he coordinates who's gonna get on the song, who's you know what I'm saying involved, blah 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 blah. But it's just like, it, it, I'm not 150 percent what like if you know what I'm saying if I could tell you like yo he made the beat, so and the shit was you know what I mean knocking right. da 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 da. But it's like I can't put my finger on what he does, so. Yeah, I can't really, you know what I'm saying? He's not cutting and scratching. Like, he's not the best, you know what I'm saying, at that. But whatever it is, he makes hits. Whatever it is, he drops a song, people rock little, with it. He does a little bit of everything. And and the thing is, I don't think anybody can get features quite like Khaled can get features. What do you mean? And, well, one, like, people give Khaled free features, as you know, because of how big he is. He oh, gets, okay. He gets free features. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they gets, know the exposure that the song will get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets everybody together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I went to the On The Run tour maybe about two years ago. And, you know, Khaled had a 45-minute set where, and, you know, obviously he's not a rapper. Uh-huh. But, you know, he people gravitate towards him. You know, he spreads love. He's... You know, people gravitate towards yeah. that dude. So I mean, you, you like people like that. Well, he did the and he did the NBA half uh, All Star uh, this year. So you know, I mean, that and was, again, as far as DJs and we're talking about hip hop, we're not talking about like EDM or mm-hmm. anything like that. But in hip, he's the biggest DJ. Yeah, I don't think there's no question about that. He's doing numbers like the EDM dudes too. So you can't knock him, man. Um, so shout out to Cali. You know, what I, mean? I just want to get your opinion on that. But uh, that's another episode in the books. Uh, spec. Um, 
usually around this time, you know what I'm saying? I ask my man Keith where you can find him at on social media, but you don't even bang with social media like that, right? Nah, <laughs> nah man. You're nah. not going to find me on social media. Man, so check me out on social media at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y on Instagram, um, DJ Playboy on Twitter. Um, also follow Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram, um, at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram right there. You know what I mean? You can follow us. Uh, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is available on www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Got some big announcements coming with the website real soon, so stay tuned. Um, also, you can find my radio show on there, The Night Shift. Um, you can also find my other radio show I do with my brother DJ Show, Money Talks Radio, right there on the website. So everything's available. You know what I mean? Go check it out. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are available. So leave a rating, leave a uh, like, leave a review, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you got to know, let them know you, you bang with us. And we're going to keep uh, putting these episodes out for you. For sure, for sure. Playboy, I want to thank you. Uh, my first time up here. Uh, first of many. I had hope, a good man. time, yeah. but certainly won't be the last. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, before we get out here, and usually around this time, Max Keith. Well, he's watching. I'm not sure if you're watching anything on TV nowadays or um, music-wise, what you're listening to. Music-wise, you know, I'm an old-school cat. You know what I'm saying? I, I mess with a little bit of the new school. Okay. Um, but mostly, you know, I'm a, I'm a 90s, uh, 90s hip-hop kind of guy. Um, I listen to some, you know, early 2000s, but majority of my music you're gonna is going to be 90s hip-hop. You heard the new Pusher album? I heard the new Pusher album. Like I mean, yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean... Push is one of those artists, you know what you're going to get from him. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about oh, what I'm a, what, what's, what's he going to put out this time. He's one of those dudes, he don't switch nothing up. He has a formula that works for him, and he sticks to it. You mm-hmm. know, similar to artists like Ross, you know, he doesn't switch it up much. He, You know, he has a certain formula, he sticks to it. So um, You're a fan of the older rap. Like, I have always have never liked the fact that rappers looked at rap as a young man's sport. So the fact that rappers are rapping now into their 40s, um, I think it's a beautiful I thing. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. And it's, and it's good. It's not whack. Because, I mean, typically, so all rappers don't, you know, like, for instance, like the Pusha and, and the Rosses, you know, they like they have a specific lane. So, you know, they may be rapping about the drugs mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Um, but you also have older other rappers, whether it be like, you know, the Hoves or... Uh, who else? Who else? Now nah, I don't even Nas. Know. Nas, you know they they rapping about things at at that age, at this age, current age that I can start the that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, at my advanced age, late late thirties. You know, there's things that they're rapping about that I would have never understood ten years ago. Gotcha. You know that I'm able to listen to now and like, hmm, and, you know, put putting it up on things. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love these older rappers still doing it. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out. Uh, also, uh, Kendrick's album, he just announced his album's coming out, um, and upcoming this month in May, so be on the lookout for that. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that, and, uh, make sure you check out Perfect Talk Podcast, man. Definitely a blessing doing the show. Yes, you, uh, sir. Respect. First of many, I hope, man, and, uh, we'll see y'all, man. Say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace.